This is Ozarks at Large. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. The town of Eureka Springs is a popular tourist destination, and now, increasingly, there are more people living there without the benefit of permanent shelter. As Ozarks at Large's Jacqueline Froelich reports, city officials and local charities are trying to both respond and resolve the situation. Volunteers rustle up a free hot lunch this winter afternoon, buffet-style, in a former Western Sizzlin restaurant on East Van Buren in Eureka Springs. It's free to everyone, anyone that comes in, and they can eat as all, all they want. The complex is called A Cup of Love Ministry, founded by Patty Jarrett and husband Chuck. We are a church, first of all, and then we have food pantry, and we help um, people... Um, with hot meals and stuff all day long. So Monday through Friday, we are a church that doesn't close, except for Saturday. A Cup of Love was founded in 2013, first as a street mission. This volunteer-run free kitchen and food pantry are open from 10 to 2 p.m. weekdays and Sundays for non-denominational church service. Jarrett is on call 24-7, she says, to help anyone in crisis. In 2020, this place served 10,000 individuals. There's been an increase just in the people that come through here that we feed and through the food pantry. um, We allow anyone to come. They don't have to give us their ID or anything like that because um, whatever their situation is, that's personal. A couple of love food pantry served 2,232 individuals last month, a mix of white, black, Hispanic, Marshallese, Indian American, and gender diverse people, most from Eureka Springs, population 2,166, others traveling from rural districts in Carroll and Madison counties. Over 1,800 hot meals were served last month as well. Jarrett says more homeless are coming through now. And they're coming here for jobs and stuff like that, but they're um, not coming prepared for homes. And we don't have enough housing for the people, so they end up on the streets. And so uh, a lot of them are either in motels or living with someone or they're in a tent. We do allow people to park in our parking lot if they have a vehicle. And so we'll have probably five to ten of those in the evenings. A Cup of Love allows homeless to sleep in their cars in their private parking lot. Others take refuge in one of three rough homeless camps in the county. If they're homeless, we try to send them either to Seven Hills, which is Fayetteville, or Springfield, or Harrison. There's shelters in those areas. There's no shelter in Carroll County. Operating A Cup of Love costs $6,500 a month. A third of that is the mortgage, plus utilities, insurance, and transportation. The ministry also pays $1,000 a month to NWA Food Bank for fresh vegetables, fruits, canned, and boxed foods. Several key churches, as well as community members, support a cup of love, she says. Financial donations can be dropped off during business hours or through several secure donation portals at acupofloveministry.org. Outside at the ministry's entrance, Sarah, no last name given, smokes a cigarette and sorts through a box of donated clothes and shoes. She's grateful for this place, she says. I mean, I've seen people come in here that really needed help, and Cup of Love is a pretty good place for them to come. I mean, there's a lot of people that care here, and, you know, so, yeah. I mean, they help out in any way they can, you know. Down the road operates Eureka Christian Health Outreach, or ECHO, co-founded by Susie Bell. Yeah, and a lot of people tell me, um, we don't have any homeless here in Eureka. And I said, well, you're not looking. You will see them 
all the time. Mostly they're walking along the highway, carrying all they have, usually a backpack or rolling a, a little suitcase. Dr. Danbell, Susie Spouse, is the volunteer director of medical care for Echoes Health Clinic, a grantee of the Arkansas Charitable Clinics Program, which provides funding for equipment and supplies to volunteer-run safety net health care organizations. Echo Clinic provides comprehensive health care to low-income and impoverished residents, operates a busy thrift shop, and recently built a cooperative low-income residential housing development nearby. 26 homes are planned. 11 have been built along with a chicken coop and greenhouse. Small homes. They're not tiny homes. They're small homes. One and two bedroom, in which we rent out to uh, people who are housing insecure. Some of them are homeless. We have one rescue studio apartment, and we... um, work with the individuals. We have programs, social worker, to help them get out of that cycle of poverty. Echo Village is classified as Section 8 Federal Department of Housing and Urban Development, which authorizes and offsets payment of rental assistance to landlords on behalf of low-income households. Bell says depending upon income, monthly rents for Echo Village tenants can be as low as $98. Bell also monitors a nearby homeless camp recently resettling a woman, Kim York, into an Echo Village rescue apartment. You know, I've been living out in the woods in a tent for eight months and three and a half weeks in my car. And I had a cat. (laughs) She and Olaf Mortimer of York, the cat, are now warm, fed, and secure. I'm trying not to cry on you. (laughs) I'm sitting here tearing up because, you know, I am somebody. You know, I didn't have any choice but to survive. The Tulsa native and retired medical assistant until recently owned a home in the area, which was unfairly taken, she says. She's 65 on medical disability and Social Security. She's tried to find a place to live to no avail. When you're homeless, you find out who your friends are. You don't have any dignity. York says Echo Clinic has consistently helped her with her medical needs, including a digestive disorder, which makes it difficult to eat. But now... I've been eating like a pig. (laughs) So is my cat. We've just been trying to rest. York says she's determined to find a new home somehow, and Susie Bell aims to house more homeless individuals in crisis. We have a major fundraiser going uh, because we're trying to build a hospitality house at Echo Village that will serve as a, a meeting area for the residents, but the upper floor is going to be filled with bunk beds for homeless Ways to help can be found on Echo Village on Facebook. In late February, Bill will facilitate a homeless survey in Carroll County. A similar survey was conducted just before the pandemic. Bell estimates as many as 100 homeless people are in the region. And uh, some of the people don't want the help. Um, there's so many mental health issues that they we there's some folks that we actually just can't help, and and we understand that. Echo Clinic staff provide psychiatric care when possible, Bell says, conducting criminal background checks to protect Echo staff, volunteers, and the local community. Bell says workers come to Eureka Springs to labor in the tourism industry as housekeepers, cooks, and wait staff. 
but a growing number are ending up homeless due to a lack of affordable housing in town. Unfortunately, a lot of our homes that sold were, were scooped up uh, as second homes or Airbnbs, and that really cut into our rental. An ordinance was enacted in October to control the spread of short-term vacation rentals in order to preserve more housing in Eureka Springs. Sandy Martin is chair of the Eureka Springs Mayor's Task Force on Economic Development. We are looking at every conceivable option for workforce housing as well as affordable housing. Two decades ago, data show a modest two-bedroom home could be purchased in Eureka for under $100,000. Today, the median listing price is closing in on a half million dollars. And it makes it more difficult for us to recruit people to come in because there's no place to live. For now, Martin says working poor are living in Berryville, 20 minutes east, or Holiday Island, 15 minutes north of former retirement community where rents and home prices are also escalating, or in southern rural Missouri. The task force is considering forming a nonprofit community land trust or community development corporation umbrella to purchase land to build workforce and affordable housing, either small prefab structures or 3D printed homes and multi-unit dwellings. The biggest barrier to any development, aside and apart from the inflated costs uh, and the supply chain issues and the cost of materials, is land. That's always been the case. So we're looking at two different options on how we can get land purchased and donated to the 501c3 nonprofit entity to provide um, to provide tax incentives and either rebates, credits, some kind of an incentive to the people who purchase and donate the land that could be extremely lucrative for them. That eliminates the cost of the land in the project. And we're looking for initially a tract of about four to 10 acres to develop 60 to 80 units uh, on that for workforce housing. Another option is retrofitting a few vacant motels in Eureka Springs into government subsidized rentals. To be housing quarters. Uh, you know, you've got to think of, of kitchens, you've got to think of uh, additional bathrooms, things like that. And it, it's been prohibitive so far, but we're not giving up on that idea. Martin says the mayor's task force is acutely aware of the growing homeless population in Eureka Springs. We are a very attractive community, and we are a very caring community, and I think that is something that gets around with the people who need services and need help. We have um, facilities and organizations like ECHO, ECHO Village, ECHO Clinic, uh, that provide unbelievable services for, you know, for our, our population. And um, we have a lot of transients that are moving out of other areas that they can't afford, and they come through Eureka Springs and decide to stay here. Posing a unique and difficult challenge for the historic tourist town. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Jacqueline Froelich.